you like audiobooks or audio shows, check out a free trial of Audible. Just click the link in the description. Welcome to Mindshock True Crime. This is Maura Murray, part 23. <laughs> we are moving. This is your host, Bruce McGuire. And Maxwell Powers. And Johnny Mills. So, this is Shadows of West Point 3. There's more left to discuss at West Point. But real quick, if you like our podcast, you can donate to our PayPal. Just check the link in the description. And make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit the bell notification to receive notifications when we upload new podcasts. You could also check us out on <laughs> social media, Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, and Patreon. Okay, so let's get to it. So... In the last episode, we discussed how Renner, James Renner, was able to view Moore's transcript. So I actually asked Renner about this, and he was nice enough to release the actual transcripts on his blog. You talked to him? Yeah. Well, as I've maintained throughout the entire series, Renner's been harshly criticized for methods, uh, theories he's put out. And people just say he's making stuff up. I never got that impression. I always got the impression he was being honest by presenting what he believed to be the truth. Again, not necessarily the truth, but he's just being honest in his presentation. So somebody must have told him. And I actually specifically said this, that if he thinks more like all these people are talking about more wanting to run away or do this or that, if that's what he was told, that's the conclusion he would come to. Just like any rational person, like if you interviewed a bunch of Mora's family members and friends and they kept saying certain things about running away and starting a new life or whatnot. What would you think? Yeah, I got you're you. not gonna you're not gonna take the opinion of some random people on the internet more seriously than the actual interviews you've done. So some people even allege that Renner didn't even talk to the people he talked to. And then the the more we go in, it, it, Renner seems to be Renner seems to be vindicated any time when people like there's certain references made that in fact he did interview who he said and they did say what they said they said to him. Yeah. So with Morris transcripts, I was wondering on how he was allowed to view them. So technically he wasn't. An insider source sent him the records. Maxwell called this one. <laughs> How'd you know that, Maxwell? Uh, I just figured, I mean, he was, from what I've learned, is like he was just real resourceful and aggressive in his uh, interviewing uh, skills and appointments or whatever, or getting the interview. So I figured he was just resourceful well someone just found oh it's like what you said before when i asked you about it. someone just found out he was researching Mora's case and they sent him the records now he did not put up her i will read his post here i have had a source on deep background within west point for some years providing me with information about the history of bill roush Moore murray and others i've decided to release Mora's full transcripts but not the details of anyone's judicial hearings for a couple reasons one it shows again that fred murray and Mora were using the weymouth address as late as 2002. Second, it shows absences due to the judicial hearings that would eventually lead to Mora leaving West Point before she could be expelled. I am sure there are some things I've missed. Interesting to know what everyone else finds. Special thanks to Bruce McGuire and the crew at the Mindshock podcast. Is that is that us? <laughs> For prompting me mm -hmm. to look back into this. Wait, last, did he? Oh, sorry, last word. Thank you to my irregulars for pointing out that this document only specifically shows that Fred was using the Weymouth address up to 2002, leaving it up to interpretation as to what happened after that. But neighbors claim he was staying there until at least the summer of 2004. 
the first step any legit journalist would take to verify. Items found at the scene place him there after Mora's disappearance too. Handwritten, dated notes on the subject of media contacts about the crime. The reason this has become a point of discussion is due to the discovery of an adult magazine at the property in which appeared the Xeroxed photographs of family members. The magazine was among items that belonged solely to Fred Murray. Make of it what you will. Perhaps there is a logical explanation. It disturbed me in light of other reporting, but instead of accepting evidence and fact, the effort lately is to discredit the messenger. Strangely, they all seem to forget that this was the permanent address Fred Murray used when he sued the state of New Hampshire in 2005. And then he posted that little snippet. So basically what I got is Fred Murray might have been living there, and so, and so, but the magazine could still have not been his. Just as a real quick, as a character aside, like everything seems to point that he was a good dad, like especially with the Curtis interview. Like Curtis is not his actual son, and he still treated him as his son, uh-huh. and just in motivating his daughters. And he wasn't, he was basically like they were the ones that wanted to be pushed. And Curtis actually shared some stories on how they sometimes would get frustrated with Fred for not pushing them hard enough. Because he was let them kind of decide more more things. So anyway, this was just we. I don't know if we even talked about. I think we might have mentioned this once in one of the early episodes. And if I can't remember it, I'm sure Maxwell won't remember it. But <laughs> yeah, so I do. sometimes I remember things you don't. Remember. Yeah, supposedly Renner found a magazine with Xeroxed copies oh, of no family members, that. cousins, whatever. I don't know. What does that mean? Did, did yeah, you I say something about that. an adult magazine too? Yeah, or something? yeah, yeah. that. But, well, the Xerox copies were put into the adult magazine, as if. Someone had a fixation with cousins or something. I don't like know. Like they cut the faces out and like put it. No, no. I don't know. They just added Xerox. I don't know. It, I mean, you're right. It's possible they didn't even look that it was the mag. They were just throwing stuff all over the place and they were in the I mean, I don't know. But again, I wouldn't take that as a proof that Wait, it was Fred Murray's. Even did, if Fred Murray did live at the house. Where did that mag? Who, who saw that magazine? Like Renner. He, yeah, he went, went to the, to the house, yeah. like broke yeah. in. I don't know. I don't think he broke in. I think he just looked through the window or something. He said it in his book. I actually. Uh, what the heck? I might have read it. What is but, this house? I never heard of this house. This is a fr- completely different house. It was a, a house that belonged in Fred's family. This is a West Point podcast, Johnny. I know, but you're bringing up Weymouth or whatever the hell that was. <laughs> anyway, this the whole like point. New we, stuff, we, though. I, I never heard of this. So it's well, like, I don't think I don't think it's relevant because one, I still don't see any evidence that it was his, even if he did live there. And to like, I think it was his brother. I forget what the exact details. It was his brother's house or something. And then it went into foreclosure. And then people were saying, oh, he's going a house, going into foreclosure. And he's withdrawing $4,000 of the money to buy more a car at UMass and all this other strangeness. They're just weird connections. But we're going to specifically talk about the West Point records. So first of all, okay, Maxwell, the inside source. So what do you think prompted an inside source to just randomly send James Renner records? Wait, when was this? When did they send this? J. Pretty much at the beginning of his investigation, I think. Oh, okay. He said for, it wasn't like for, now. For, for some years. No, no, no. For some years. Okay. But he posted it now because he heard our uh, mind Because Well, I asked, him about, I asked him about it. Because that's what we talked about in the last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then I asked him about it. Because okay. I asked him how he was able to view the records. Because yeah, yeah. I believed him that he did. I just didn't think that he could just go to West Point and be like, oh, hey, show me more of his records. Because they would say no. Mm. So then he revealed just now on his blog that it was an inside source. Yeah. So he has more stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, if anything, it kind of indicates why he made certain conclusions. And I actually think yeah, sometimes his methods can be crass and his just interviewing, showing up at people's houses like Sarah Alfieri. But but he also finds... Wait, so he, oh, he, he came out just unannounced, just 
just like that. What? Showed up at people's at house. At Sarah yeah, Well, yeah. I think he tried to contact them, but they ignored him. But then he showed up. But he lives. He doesn't live anywhere near these people. So he, uh, you know, he came well, out. He has to make his trip worthwhile. He's got to be. What's up, guys? He can't just hang out forever. Yeah, but if any, I'm just saying, like, he believes what he believes for certain reasons, and if you were in his shoes, maybe you would believe the whole the same thing too. That doesn't mean you would behave like he behaved because he he did make some insinuations. Yeah. That or things that could be viewed as insinuations about Fred, which I think most people disagree with, and I also haven't seen any evidence of Fred being immoral in any way. Yeah. However, the four thousand dollar withdrawals is definitely weird. And he said, "Well, here's the main point, and we went over this on the on another podcast. I think certain people told Fred and the family certain things, possibly about UMass, and they took it at face value. So they, tr- so I don't know if they're being deceptive by saying nothing before." the weather barn corner accident site matters because if they really believe it doesn't matter they're not lying but why were they led to believe that so if there's shady officers at umass the police cadet that's still unnamed to this day the friends making up shady stories if they bought the stories then that would explain that wouldn't it so i don't i'm not going to jump to the family being especially dishonest or anything if they don't believe it's relevant, then they're stating what they believe to be the truth. Doesn't mean it is the truth, though. So with these West Point records, what do you think prompted an inside source to just randomly send them to Renner? I don't know. Pr- probably Renner went to West Point and just talked to some... I don't think he did. Or made some phone calls. Oh, and... that's another question I should have asked him if he actually physically went there and someone saw him there and then they like, sent him an email. No, I think they just found out because he reached out. He reached out by email. Remember to dozens he, he of offered, West Point, offered a and nobody's of talking except her former roommate, who is the single source of the Fort Knox information. So if that information is false, because we still don't know, so now we know. Like I guess the records could have been falsified and sent to Renner. I guess it's a possibility. They're not that e- they're not that hard to falsify. If you have a real West Point record transcript, you could just copy it, change some things, change some. I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Which would explain some... why it's uh, Mister, <laughs> Mrs. Frederick, whatever. <laughs> oh, Did they switched. They swapped. Yeah, yeah. Wait, they it? swapped the mother and father, whatever. Yeah, uh, the mother is the father. The father is the mother. Uh, or it could be an innocent clerical error. I or, mean, nothing they... Nothing in the transcript really suggests that it's faked, so. But probability yeah. and statistics, F. <laughs> yeah. Third class military, F. Uh, others, Some of these, those classes these... are, like, insane, those titles for those classes. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, something swimming. I forget what it said. Biomechanics or something. I don't know. Well, what was she? Oh, she was uh, nursing, right? Or... Well, she switched in the nursing program at UMass. Advanced general chemistry, A minus. And it was she was in chemistry, biochemistry, similar to Haas at UMass before she switched the nursing program, so that's an important point as well. Yes, survival swimming advanced, A minus. Military movement military movement A. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Wait, what was the swimming thing? Advanced survival swimming. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, so you gotta yeah gotta take that class. Combat too, self defense. Wellness. Wait, wait, what, what, what did she get for her self-defense? I want to see if she can fight. A minus. Yeah. That A was minus. combat and too. It's, it's crazy though because it's like survival swimming, right? Advanced. Well, that's not bad. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that was that's enough training to uh, ward off a an attacker or whatever? Well, again, if you just got into a car accident and you're completely out of it, it doesn't yeah. like all that's irrelevant. Uh, I guess. 
Unless she didn't get into a car. I mean, Mike Tyson could get into a car accident and not know where he is and be physically weak. But we don't know if she got into a car accident. Right, you're right, yes. If she did, I'm saying. You just asked if it was enough to ward off an attacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think she had... I like to imagine that she... So anyway, back to my line of thought. Obviously, the records could be faked by anybody who's at West Point or who has a West Point record transcript. So what is it proof? So the record still, Renner said, it doesn't state what it was for, the disciplinary. Yeah. So it might, so the whole theft at Fort Knox could be still be made up. We don't know. Mm. And as I pointed out in our first Shadows of West Point episode, if someone was jealous of her or whatever, they could have made something up and reported it. Mm. And it wasn't even true. Yeah. So all of this snowball effect of she's doing bad things could all be based on lies. Wait, what did those uh, documents show? Like people, like they, that's not showing up, or, or oh, okay, oh yeah, it. and then also that she withdrew from classes and attendance. Well, part but of it was it due, she, like the, she got like, pulled out of class. Uh, she got pulled out of class. Something related to disciplinary, so it could have been all for the same initial. Like let's say the theft at Fort Knox uh, was was real. If she got withdrawn, or if she got withdrawn out of class continuously to address the same issue, or there could have been possibly other disciplinary issues. Once again, doesn't mean they're true. It could have just been allegations. For example, if her roommate was jealous of her for whatever reason, maybe it has something to do with Bill Rouch. We don't but, know. What do you think? Any of them show like like court hearings that they were? were... No, he didn't release the disciplinary records, hmm. but they don't state the reason on them anyway. Okay. So, and then he did release in what the transcript that he released. It does say that Mora elected not to have her parents notified for anything medical only uh, only academic so mm. nothing medical or uh disciplinary because medical could mean like i don't know maybe she ends up in the yes. hospital for like alcohol or drugs or, or pregnancy something. I don't or know. pregnancy I yeah don't know, yeah gotcha or disciplinary so the only thing they're allowed to release to parents are academic records so she noted that but anyway, so what do we think? Are the trans? Does the records look real? I guess. Real. Yeah, I mean, unless somebody copy and pasted like that said, thing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or it's in standard clerical error, which of course could do be. happen. Yeah. Unless which, that, you know, nowadays that's probably fine though, right? Oh. <laughs> if they want to be identified as a Mister or a Mrs. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but this was back then. Yeah. So, so what do we think of? So, okay, do we think that any kind of possible? misconduct or honor code violations could have been just made up by a jealous roommate or jealous ex-girlfriend of Billy Roush's or whatnot. Yeah, it could be. Anything possible? I mean, it's just lipstick. If that was Five true. Bucks. Well, if that was true. I know. It's, just, it's so simple it could be made up. I don't know. What do you think, Maxwell? I don't know. Anything's possible. So okay, I don't so. see her like a... I just can't picture somebody stealing a five dollar lipstick on a field trip. Yeah, I don't know. It's Unless she's a compulsive, like, if she, if people are arguing that that yeah. she's a compulsive thief, kleptomaniac, that she just lifts stuff all the time. But I don't think there's any evidence of that in any other cases. Yeah, because they they kind of add that, but it wasn't even the credit card thing. I don't know. So here's the thing about I keep I keep bringing this up. If she took the fall for someone on purpose, or if she got spooked by Amherst PD into confessing to something she didn't do mm-hmm. because they convinced her that doing that would be better than denying it even if she didn't do it because if she's that scared. Yeah, it's like they were 
trying to scare her out of the school or something? Because we're all a little bit older than college age, so... <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to remember when you're that young. Like, you get spooked easily by people in authority or perceived authority. So she could have, again, been spooked into some kind of CI situation. They could have threatened to tell her parent, whatever. They could have threatened a bunch of different things or to expel her, whatever. So what do we think of Billy Roush? So we, again, let's talk about the McDonald's again. Maxwell, do you, so you do think it's weird now that the professor from, of the, of a boyfriend is going to take off work with his wife to go look for a yeah, DUI well, well, walk away and yeah. interview neighbors. Yeah. Well, there, there was some uh, information that I didn't get. I'm sure you explained it before. I just didn't get it. But, uh, Maxwell like, like uh, the, the, fir- that first week it was, um, the consensus was that it was like a, like a drunk DUI walk away. Yeah, yeah. DUI walk away for like a couple of weeks. That, that that's well what the for the first was. couple of days. And then you yeah. you said that they were there like the first couple of days, right, or three days or something. So like some that. some sources put them there that Wednesday, others that Friday. I believe he said McDonald so himself like, said it was Friday. The weird thing and, is and, that he works at a different school. And also, I didn't I didn't know that like she wait did she ever meet them. McDonald's, yes, at least once. Okay, yeah, so dinner I at guess the house, just once, so, uh, possibly yeah, a couple times, okay, but not. And then, I don't know if I don't think she was hanging out with them every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Well, here's the thing: Billy just happens to be on the phone with McDonald while she's allegedly having her accident on Monday. <laughs> what a coincidence! <laughs> and then all of a sudden, and how does Billy even get leave to leave a military? To leave huh. the military installation for an the girlfriend's not the wife, and if it's a DUI walk away, why would his superior in command be like, "Oh, your girlfriend crashed her car drunk and walked away. You want to leave? Oh, okay, no problem." Like, how often is that granted? <laughs> I mean, obviously, weird. if he was friends wait, wait, with the superior, did, 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 did he actually ask for that? Or? Well, he has to get leave. He can't just leave. Oh, so what he's do you, on duty. What do you th- but do you think what do you think he said though? Well, we don't know. Oh. What could he have said? He said, my girlfriend's missing. He probably said, my fiance. We got to set up that interview. If he then. lied, well, you got to interview him. If he <laughs> lied and said, so I think I think Sharon Roush described this as engaged to be engaged. But if he told his commanding officer, it's my fiance and she's missing. Ah. And if he got really desperate about it, I can see the commanding officer. If he was a nice guy, he could have said, okay. Huh. Typically, it should be the spouse in order to get leave like that. Uh, but I mean, I'm sure there's exceptions. And if he was on really good terms with his commanding officer, uh, he might have let him go. That's true. But there's also a time frame on that to just emergency leave. Like it's 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 all a little strange. And the McDonald's again, he happens to be talking with them with McDonald on the phone, and he goes out of his way to mention they weren't talking about Mora. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was just checking out uh, Billy Roush's Twitter page, and he shared a link to change.org from Warren Murray and says, uh, FBI needs to take over investigation into the disappearance slash homicide of Warren Murray. There's 22,449 signatures out of 25,000. Wow. Uh, Bill Roush did, in fact, sign it. You could, I could see it here. So, What's the date on that? When he shared it? Yeah. Or yeah. October 29th. October about 29th. a week ago, I guess. Oh, that's interesting. So he's supporting, or at least some people would argue if he's guilty, that he wants to look yeah. good and not guilty by uh, His by tweet actually said, Fred and I fought for the FBI to take over 14 plus years ago. Be part of the fight here. You know, we the people yes. want the FBI to take over the more murder well, case. Well, yeah. Another interesting thing is Fred usually speaks pretty positively of Billy all the time. Yeah. So I think he even called him the salt of the earth. Hmm. So, like, he speaks very positively. I wonder if, uh, you know, it'd be interesting. I think the best thing would be to have all of the investigators in the case. So, 
uh, James Renner, Aaron Larkin, John Smith, even Alden Olsen. <laughs> they should put all these people in a room and have them interview everybody with all their questions. It should be like a celebrity death and, match. And they should have... And they should have that new brain scan oh, lie yeah. detector technology for all the people interviewed. They yeah. should interview the police department, the fire department, EMS, everybody on the scene. They should interview all the family members, not because they did it, but because they might have information about other people and things like that. They should definitely interview the McDonald's. <laughs> Maxwell should be there for that one. <laughs> and, as long as yeah. we're eating McDonald's while interviewing <laughs> McDonald's. So, yeah, basically, yeah, Billy could very well be innocent. That is a very good point, and I think it's good. They've been pushing for FBI involvement for a long time, and we've talked about this many times, why the FBI have not stepped in. But here's the thing. The FBI did investigate at UMass initially, and they did interview people, and it seemed like as soon as they did, that's when everybody went silent. Hmm. So are the, is the FBI complicit somehow? If Mora did, in fact, go into some kind of witness protection program, that would make sense hmm. of that, and then they wouldn't That's need to ever have... Uh, you know, that was one of the earlier theories. We discussed that as well. I'm sure Maxwell remembers, but... Uh, so no she idea. was snatched up by the government to, like, protect her from something, something like yeah, that. If something was going on either at West Point, UMass, whatever. If there yeah, were crooked so, cops so, involved, yeah. if she was a CI and she uncovered like that. some kind of crooked UMass She's part PD, of something, like, way bigger... Yeah. Possibly something to do with that, with the pizza place she kept calling after 3 a.m. when it was closed and things like that. So, if you if you go into like the witness protection program, can you get out of it once once everything's settled? Like, or is that like permanent? I believe forever? People, no. I think like, people have gotten out because didn't. What about the guy on Goodfellas? He's out of it now. Yeah, Henry, Henry Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So, but as, it, as long as once everything's settled, 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 you're yeah. only so, in during the time of danger, which could be the rest of your life or not. So, yeah. I mean, if uh, I can't imagine, well, how long has it been? Fifteen, twenty years? I don't know. How Almost, we're been. coming up on fifteen years. <laughs> I, I mean, by now, uh, depending on what it is, I mean, damn. I mean, if it's not, Cause if usually, it is, if it is that, then it's not settled. Usually, yet. they put them in a witness protection because they sort of know who might, you know, do harm to this well, person. Well, another thing right? we didn't so. talk about is uh, Whitey Bulger. So he got killed in prison. You know who Whitey Bulger is, Maxwell? No. We've who, talked about that? them so many times in relation to more. <laughs> he Murray. recently got killed, right? Yeah, in prison. Like, wait. not that long ago. Yeah, wait, for some reason I just last saw week. The, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. C- uh, crazy conspiracy theorists might uh, think he's going to say something about Maura Murray because <laughs> Maura Murray's getting popular. Uh, oh, shit. Wait, wait. We're getting so, the word so out. of the Mindshock podcast? <laughs> wait, who is she? I mean, he. or Whitey Bulger? Yeah, who's that? Well, his so he was this mafia guy. And mob informer in Massachusetts. So he got, apparently, he was transferred to general population and then he was killed. But he was a FBI informant. He He led the Winter Hill Gang in the Winter Hill District of Somerville, Boston. But his brother was the chancellor of UMass. So huh. that's uh, and there were kinda, the UMass I drug bust. So this. some people yeah, with yeah, yeah. The, cr- the crazy conspiracy. Well, I, I, when I say crazy conspiracy, theory, I'm not. I don't mean they're really that crazy. I mean if it's true, it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just seem crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's so many dots that need to be connected. And he killed a lot of people. I mean, he's actually killed people and dumped bodies in an area not too far from where Mora went missing. So in New Hampshire and all over, he. Uh, so yeah, but his brother was the chancellor of UMass. Their relationships kind of. We went over this on the UMass podcast as well. So, <laughs> so another thing that uh, Billy's writing on Twitter is that uh, GRLA on GRLA ontologist, gorilla ontologist Aaron. Lundin. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. 
her website is getting like hacked a bunch so people can't get to the website and then he was like oh, really? it's important oh. that we stand up for each other especially for gorilla whatever as the obsessed stalker has her in the crosshairs he's talking about james renner there uh. yeah yeah he's he will do renner. everything he can to scare and threaten her into being quiet the good news is that she won't we need to have her back he wants her qu- quiet James Renner. James Renner. Uh, I don't think so, but he but he does. He's talking about. Well, he's referring to the fact, supposedly, what James Renner is saying that he's got lawsuits against her for harassment, doxing, stuff like that. She supposed oh, supposedly oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she had like his address and posted leaked, it in public or something. Yeah, like that. with his yeah. kids. You know, it's 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 weird. There's a lot of allegations, and once again, I maintain they both could be telling the truth oh, because yeah, yeah. if they're led to believe something by somebody else. I got some more info. So Aaron tweeted, here's one that actually made me LOL. Renner claimed I stole his copyrighted material, so my site is down for the moment. I truly hope to, uh, the intent behind his absurd claims and obsessive harassment are becoming transparent in the meantime. Huh. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. So when, when was that? 29th, October. Huh. So it's still going on. Yes. She's getting busy. The Renner Larkin feud. Oh, We're supposed to be focused on finding more Murray here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, I miss, I miss Aaron's podcast. Gotta go over some of the gossip going on behind the scenes. <laughs> so, so yeah, if, if Billy is innocent, good for Billy for trying to get the FBI involved. And once again, we just can't... There's so many series of coincidences involving everything. It's like everything is strange about this case. So I got, a, I got an interesting tweet. Uh, what do you got, Johnny? Uh, Aaron. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so she uh, tweeted 20 hours ago, lashing out for being rightly criticized and posting private school records of a missing woman and presumed victim who is not here to defend herself is not journalism. It's senseless, cruel, and sickening and says more about the person posting it than anyone else. It's an interesting opinion. Somebody said Renner, and she said, who else? He wasn't even correct. He read the transcript script completely wrong. Mara wasn't at West Point in 2004. Wait, he said 2002 in the transcript. <laughs> I don't know. It, does it say on this transcript 2004? I mean, I don't know. Or if he wrote it. Huh. I mean, I, I only found that because I was looking up to see what Billy Roush was up to, and he retweeted that. Ah, so he, she, he's on the, on the Aaron team. <laughs> yeah, her transcript says at the top, class 2004, so... He read the tra- How did he read it wrong if that's what it says? Class of 2004? Oh. Yeah. So she would graduate yeah. in 2004. Yeah. Is right. that right? Yes, that's right. She would have graduated. Is that in what Aaron's yeah. talking about then? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, class 2004. I don't get why it's a big deal. Like, a lot of public figures have their transcript posted. Is that the biggest deal? I don't know. It's not like he posted, like he didn't, he specifically didn't post the disciplinary stuff, but he says it doesn't say the reason why anyway on it. So it's not of that much help. I took it as like a lot of people say he just made up if Renner makes up all the stuff. So he's posting it to verify his, to verify that the information he's receiving is real information, whether it's accurate or not is another matter, but he didn't just make that up. A source sent it to him unless he pretended to be the source himself and is setting it all up but then that's weird timing so that's it doesn't seem as likely but i don't know so that's all aaron wrote um i mean i mean i guess that's that's i don't know does that help or does it not help to have those transcript yeah well james renner always gets accused of making stuff up so I think it helps his credibility because he re- if he really received that and if that's a real re- – and if someone fabricated it and then sent it to him, that's not exactly Renner's fault. 
Okay, here we go. So Aaron tweeted this. Uh, the 2004 on Maura Murray's transcript means that she was in the class of yeah. 2004, and the status S means that she was a sophomore. The last page shows she departed West Point January 2002. If anything, these records prove Mr. Murray was telling the truth. So this is what she said. Oh, after oh no, which... no, she's referencing the fact. Okay, so I got what she's got. She's saying that Murray didn't live there in 2004 based on the transcript saying 2004 because that she's in the class of 2004 and Murray was living there in 2002. So that doesn't prove that Murray that Fred Murray was living there in 2004. She said he read this transcript wrong in relating it to where Fred Murray was living. Gotcha. Not in relation to Mora. So, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> um. Yeah. What? Why would that matter? It, and she's like, yeah, they're private records that have nothing to do well, with her just, disappearance. I yeah. personally think it's pretty appalling. Well, how does she know it has nothing to do with her disappearance if her disappearance is related to some kind of disciplinary action at West, at West Point? <laughs> yeah. If you don't know the answer, how can you say it's not related for sure? I don't know. It's weird. I mean, he, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody asked the question, um, basically, I don't understand what he's implying. What would her old school records have to do with her disappearance? Wait, who's saying that? Well, somebody replied to her yeah. initial thing, and that's after oh, that. Okay. She yeah, said yeah. their private well, records have nothing to so do he, with it. The whole, well, since we don't know what happened, there's a lot of strangers and nobody's talking anywhere. Why won't anybody from West Point talk about more except the one roommate, which is the sole source of the rumor of Fort Knox? of Fort Knox theft. And then if something weird is happening at UMass that's connected to West Point that we don't know about, here's the whole thing with the whole case. There's missing pieces, and we don't know what the missing pieces are. And what would account for missing pieces in each location other than a common link? Hmm. Why are the Haverhill PD so shady? Why are the UMass PD so shady? Why is everybody at West Point so shady? What's going on with McDonald and Billy Roush? So if we don't have any of those answers, yes, it's very possible there's an innocent explanation for all of it. Very possible. We don't know what it is, though, and nobody's proving it. So if you're like a detective on any case, you don't just believe what someone says. Oh, yep, that's the end of that. Let's just investigate this avenue over here. You put all of them on the, on the wall. You put all the photos of all the suspects on the wall, and you investigate every single avenue, every single loose end, until you can rule them out definitively to see what's left. So, I mean, that just seems like standard operating procedure for any detective in any case especially when there's missing pieces and there's so many more missing pieces in this case than any other case that I've seen. Like in which case is nobody talking about anything. And one of our Redditors actually suggested that we go into the media coverage of the case, which is quite limited compared to some other missing persons report. Like are major TV stations talking about Maura Murray or did they ever? There was very limited media exposure in comparison to other shows. I mean, they were on Montel Williams did a little bit and there was a, there was a couple here and there but not like other cases, which is also a bit strange as well. So there's definitely connections we're not seeing. There's definitely missing pieces, and without knowing what they are, how do you know where to investigate? You don't. <laughs> so anyway, I think all the investigators in this case deserve a lot of credit. We're just sitting on the sidelines calling it how we see it. But uh, yeah, Aaron Larkin, James Renner, John Smith, all of these investigators out there have put in so much work in moving the case forward. So they all deserve a lot of credit. And all of the uh, kind of petty infighting is kind of, I don't know, seems kind of useless on all sides. But yeah. In any <laughs> case, thank you for listening to another episode of the Mind Shock Podcast True Crime. We'll be moving on to other avenues we have not discussed yet in the Maura Murray case, which we believe nobody has discussed. And they could be critical as well. So 
we will be looking into those as well. If you like the podcast, you can donate to our PayPal. Just check the link in the description and check out our social media sites, Facebook, Reddit, Twitter, and Patreon. This is Bruce McGuire signing off. And Maxwell Powers. And Johnny Mills. Have a good night.